Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Quick, episode 127. We got the whole gang here this week to review Heat, directed by Michael Mann. Shout out to Connor Connaughton, our Patreon member who suggested this review. Go check out our Patreon in the description down below, of course, as always. If you're listening to this today, the day comes out Friday morning. Today's your last day to submit awards, your ballots for the Real Talk Awards. So make sure to go get your votes counted, submit those ballots, especially if you're a Patreon, because your votes are going to be counted a little extra. But Heat, we've all seen it before. This is a rewatch for all of us. A Los Angeles crime saga from 1995. Obsessive master thief Neil McCauley leads a top-notch crew of various daring heists throughout Los Angeles while determined detective Vincent Hanna pursues him without rest. Each man recognizes and respects the ability and the dedication of the other, even though they are aware their cat-and-mouse game may end in violence. Stacked cast, of course, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro being the big two. Then you also got Val Kilmer, John Voight, Tom Sizemore, uh, Ashley Judd, Natalie Portman. Just a, a cast incredibly deep. We all are huge fans of Heat. Let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into it. We'll start with Seth, big big Michael Mann fan. I think you might have mentioned on the Real Talk episode that it might have passed Thief for you. But yeah, what are your overall thoughts on Heat and uh, your review, of course? Which I think we already mentioned it on the Real Talk podcast. We all gave it a five star. So it's just gonna be as gushing and ooh, new new Real Talk collection. Yep, new, new Real Talk collection. So not gonna get much diverse train of thought here. We're all gonna talk about how amazing it is. But Heat's a phenomenal movie. So. Yeah, if you're looking for a diverse set of opinions, like. You know, this is <laughs> turn this one off. Yeah, no, yeah. Steph, take it away. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I, I love he, I think so. I did so. This is like my third time watching it now. I actually watched it for the first time, I want to say like a year and a half ago. I think I said on the real talk, it was you know my first ever written review on Letterboxd was Heat. I, I think that now I'm kind of realizing that this is, as a lot of people say, like Michael Mann's magnum opus. Um, it has slightly passed the for me in his ranking. I just love this fucking film so much. It's it's such an amazing time and it's it's so far superior to most other of, of, of its um of its genre with it's like these these kind of cat and mouse chases it's it's high octane it's exhilarating it has these moments but then it also has you know the the incredible charismatic duo of pacino who's like this um you know coked up uh, venting detective dealing with these um, issues then you've got de niro who's kind of just driven by human urges and he's like a more subdued quiet guy and when they whenever they have these moments it's just they can be kind of antithesis of each other but they kind of also understand each other's personal issues as well um and we kind of see how the day-to-day lives of them are impacting the others around us you know he in general is a very much like a dad film in that it has these electrifying experiences these electrifying moments these huge set pieces these they're incredible gun control and um the way that some of the works especially with the bank scene is just amazing and gets you on your feet but it also is really personal and human and the main theme of it is about you know the the impacts of of, of uh, the lack of a physical appearance by a husband um and al pacino say by by being a dad or a stepdad in his in in, in his moment with obviously one of michael mann's most visual visceral scenes with obviously his stepdaughter who's played by um natalie portman who must have been like like Young, 14 15 maybe like same age as like she wasn't like leon i think that was like a, two, a year apart i think as well yeah. um but yeah, I think I think this film is just truly, truly incredible uh, from start to finish, and it, it, it like it has these amazing moments, and it's very like heartfelt at times, and very sad, which you don't get respective of a lot of other um, crime thrillers such as this. But it also has like this 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 wit as well, these like funny moments. I, I tweeted this yesterday, but Al Pacino in the nineties was just this like crazy guy. Like people call it overacting, I think it works perfectly. He's meant to be like Vincent Hahn is this coked up guy dealing with personal issues, and he's just so funny in this like i tweeted the video like of him um shouting i can't remember his name but like some of the sequences in this he, he's just this kind of 
he's just insane. He just comes across as like this this uh, like bumbling idiot, which I, I really, really appreciate who's dealing with these, these issues. And I think Michael Mann has this funny way of intertwining this wit as well. Um, and not to mention, I think technically it's genius. Like uh, this obviously isn't a, you know, a new take or anything, but Michael Mann, um, his work behind the camera and composing images is structurally just beautiful and perfect. Um, and I think that, that showcases in this and he really knows how to compose the perfect action sequence. Um, and it's just kind of like one of those films as well. Like e even though it's so exciting, it's one that you can just like chill out to and just put on the background. Like it's, uh, yesterday I was just like doing Lego, you know, as you do, and I had this on the background. It was like the fucking best day ever, like the best jazz ever. Because it's just such a, f even though it's really sad and exhilarating, it's just such a such a good time. And I think like this rewatch cemented to me like how much I actually love this film. Um, now that I probably see, now that you know I'm watching more Michael Mann, I think I've only got like two more to go, which apparently are, are two of his best actually with um, Manhunter and The Insider. Um, and that the more I'm watching and the more, you know, the more I just appreciate him as a filmmaker. And obviously it's fucking De Niro and Pacino going against each other, like with, with a great cut, like Val Kilmer's fantastic. Um, I can't remember the guy's name who is the, fuck man, um, the other detective, I can't remember, whatever, but so, so, so many great performances in this. It has this, this, this cool, colorful aesthetic that I really like as well. And it, I mean, it's Michael Mance. So it's just a really fucking cool film. Like you're not going to get much cooler films like Thief heat ferrari collateral miami vice they're just cool fucking films um but yeah like i've kind of gone on enough like i just i haven't got more superlatives to say i love this film uh five out of five for me uh and yeah just fucking amazing probably michael mann's magnum opus at this stage i'm kind of starting to realize that now george kick it over you now yeah i, I think for me too this probably like after a rewatch past for me as my favorite Michael Mann film, but they're both five out of fives for me. They're both very interchangeable. I think they're both just stunning. Um, this feels like just like the absolute perfect storm. It's Michael Mann, height of his powers, Robert De Niro, height of his powers, Al Pacino, height of his powers. And it's just the best. perfect time frame for it all. Isn't it? Yeah. It's I just mean, everything just kind of came together at the perfect moment to create this just incredible heist film that so many, you know, we just watched The Town. So many have tried to, like, emulate and replicate, but just fall short every time because no one can just match that genius of Michael Mann. Um, I love that every aspect of this movie just feels meticulously crafted. Um, not even the characters. Seth touched on just any shot selection. Every single shot just looks like Michael Mann stared at it for hours to make sure it was the perfect one. Um Seth, you're dumb for calling this movie colorful. This has a blue pet color palette the entire time. <laughs> uh, well, no, no, no. By, by, by colorful, yeah, I mean yeah, Michael Mann's. I mean Michael Mann's aesthetic. So there's a tweet going around in the minute. I don't know if you guys have seen yeah, it. Yeah, I like, saw it. Like Michael, Michael Mann fans. Man. I, I love that shit, man. Like, the I heat love is it. that movie. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he, it's Thief, it's um, collateral in like the club sequences. Miami Vice is fucking overload. I love this kind of like grayish, grainy, digital. Yeah, I, it's, I think it's Digital brilliant. blue aesthetic. I just yeah. think it's like within it's like LA colorful. as well. <laughs> By colorful, that's what kind of what I meant. I mean, here's yeah. there. like within like the LA, I just think it works. Like you've got this kind of sea background, you've got these like beach houses. It just works so well. I think that yeah. that is Michael Mann. And that tweet is like me as well. It's just like the shit. funniest thing in the world. I, that great, tweet is like as I was watching movie. Heat, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my God. Like it is, it is just it's just as true as I remember it to be. Yeah, it's, um, it's the truest stereotype ever. Like, it's yeah. crazy. All his crime films are like that. It's crazy. Yeah, but um, 
two hour and 50 minute runtime. I don't know how you guys felt. Flies by. It's like an hour, man. Flies. Yeah, it really, it really moves really, really well. Um, a lot of that, I think, is a credit to the character work. It's not just detective going up against bank robber. It's detective, broken home, you know, just a broken man going up against this meticulous thief who is also himself trying to find love. They're, they're, they're polar opposite human beings, and this movie just does such a good job at, at breaking their characters down as a whole. Um, yeah, I, I, our good friend K Meeks, his letterbox review basically says, this is a movie where every five minutes I point to the screen and say, how is it that good? It's exactly my sentiment towards this movie. Yeah. Just, everything about this movie, it's just like, how, how is this movie that good? Um, but yeah, five out of five for me. It's always been a five out of five for me. Really happy, Tyler. I'm gonna hear your thoughts because I wanna I wanna hear what finally made you give it that bump to the five out of five. But five out of five for me. I gotta rewatch Heat now because I mean, I gotta rewatch Thief now because every every time I watch Thief or Heat, it just goes back and forth. It's like I watch. Have Thief. you seen Miami Vice, George? No, I haven't. I'd be keen to see your thoughts on that. Sheet. Yeah, that no, shit's I, blue. I, you think Heat's blue? That's the bluest fucking. Heat is shit blue as fuck dude like, my advice is so blue he man. is so blue um but yeah that's 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 my quick thoughts before we get into like spoilery stuff cam i i we can jump to spoilers at this point i i have nothing more to say i don't want to keep hitting the you know hitting the nail on the head with just how good this movie is michael mann fantastic directing in this i think that this is my highest rated michael mann movie um one of my one of my favorites or my favorite of his for sure. Um, I think this is probably like my favorite Robert De Niro performance as well as Al Pacino. I think both of really? them are, are I was are gonna say um, I was gonna I was gonna be... make my letterbox review like what if I said this is De Niro's best performance? Yeah, I think really? this is one of his best at least. Um one of my favorites, that or, or Goodfellas are always up there. Yeah, um for my favorites of his <laughs> could be that one actually. Al Pacino, Jack Cooking Jack, right there. Yeah. Jack and Jill. And Jack and Jill. Yeah, of course. Um, but just a great movie, man. And it's, I, I, you know, I made a, probably when I started TikTok, I vividly remember I made like a heist rankings and I'd never have watched this um, at the time. And people said to watch it. Um, they weren't wrong. Still not as good as, uh, as Ocean's Eleven, but, um, <laughs> but it's, it's definitely up there. Um uh, the the shootout scenes in this are some of the best like directed action scenes um like just in general they're fantastic um the the scene of al and uh al pacino and and robert de niro in the in the uh, restaurant iconic as always obviously um one of the best parts is when like they they're getting tailed by the cops and then they go into the, the warehouse right or whatever it is and then the cops are getting tailed by them and you're like, Oh shit. You know, that's a big, Oh shit. That's awesome moment. Um, and that's exactly what a lot of these scenes in this are. I when feel Pacino like Gino has that monologue and he's like, this team's good. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then it like pans out to him. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it, it, this scene, it, this movie is just full of like, Oh shit. That's awesome. <laughs> moments. I, feel I need like. to watch this with my dad. Oh, like I feel like watching this with your dad would be so fun. Yeah. Just, like, quite it, oh, for fuck. sure. Yeah. Um, just a really great heist movie. Um, I, I I really do love it a lot. Um, I said Michael Mid um, as a joke, <laughs> as a joke, but I, I do think this is his best work in my opinion. Um, this or obviously 
thief is 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 pretty high up there for me but I, but i do prefer this um, not to like but, throw a stray to ferrari but seeing all the four and a half star reviews for ferrari is stunning to me after watching heat because i i think heat so is good, just in a different you're comparing apples to oranges you're comparing i gave heat i gave ferrari i know I, I like didn't ferrari. all of you give it a four and a half I think they, they can be like I agree that George in like a way that I think he is like um I'm thinking but, but also I, I understand there it's it's two they're two very different films even though they're both Michael Mann films so it's like a, it's a weird comparison but like it, personally you're comparing the Godfather to Evil Dead Rise right now I don't I don't think we are comparing I think we're just like it's different films yeah yeah like I, I think it's I'm like a different them. point in his career like also. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think he is a thief for me, obviously. He probably now than one. Um, but I just love most. Like, I have Miami Vice at four and a half as well because I love that film. But yeah. I still think he is like far better than it. I think the difference of like four and a half and a five is like a big thing a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, where it is a huge I thing. tweeted the poll yesterday, like, which is the Michael Mann's best film, Heat or Thief? And then yeah. Doug he won by a, a mile. He won. I think by... Thief is less, Thief's much lesser scene, though. I mean, don't get me wrong, most people prefer yeah. Heat like we do. But like Thief is, a lot of people haven't still, um, you know, heard of Thief. I think it was like, I think it was his yeah. debut, which is kind of crazy to think about. To be fair, yeah. But D- Doug replied to that that tweet and goes, "Honestly, it's not even close for me." And he has Heat at a five and Thief at a four and a half. Like, I do think there's a big jump. <laughs> but like, I do think there's like five is where you cement it as like, okay, yeah. this for me is like one of you know all time best, all time favorites, and four and a half is like where it's like teetering on that. So like, yeah. I do get it because like I would say Heat is like a lot better than um ferrari but i still love ferrari you know what i mean it's just like that but i do think it's like the five is like you know if you put a five on something you're like this is fucking a masterpiece Goated. essentially yeah, yeah. good uh, good movie for sure yeah, yeah. good movie Tyler. yeah for me yeah i had it at 4.5 originally so it's kind of similar to what you guys were just talking about about like you know five stars what officially kind of cements it as like you know one of your all-time favorites i think i mean in the Godfather franchise, we get like both De Niro and Pacino in it, but this is like the first time we really got to see both of them truly on the screen at the same time, going head to head to the great powers, and it, it delivered everything you'd want to. Like they both, like we all might, we, like Seth mentioned or someone mentioned that they're both just at the height of their powers at this moment. Such a perfect time for this to come out with Michael Mann at this point in his career, at the same time as De Niro and Pacino just being just at their absolute A-plus game. And then the rest of the supporting cast, like Val Kilmer is great as well. And then Natalie Portman for the small bit she is in it. But I think all, all the action sequences, the shootout sequences are phenomenal. They're incredible. But, I mean, we get, like, two big ones. And there's a couple other, like, kind of, you know, cat and mouse, like, gunshot chase scenes. But the what the brilliance of Heat is really just the character work. And that's what separates it from all other heist movies is that I feel like every single character we really got to deep dive into, especially De Niro and Pacino with – Pacino and the infidelity in his marriage because he's just always so invested in work while also just being a straight up cokehead. His stepdaughter's mental health, obviously, is just like not there for her whatsoever. And that turns out, I mean, we have the spoilers on late night of the Portman, obviously, ends up taking her own life. Um, whereas, you know, Robert De Niro, he's kind of just a dude doing his own thing, trying to be, you know, the grand master of this, of this rogue heist group. But he's starting to fall into a relationship as well. And it just kind of shows that both these characters yearn for love but at the same time it's just not who they are they're so focused on what they are they're complete opposites in terms of one is trying to bring justice and the other is trying to pull out these heists but at the same time like they're kind of just they just complete each other they need each other to have purpose in their life de niro can't give up this life because he just always needs that thrill of outwitting and outsmarting pacino 
getting away from law enforcement, pulling out these bigger and grander he heists. He has like no motivations at all. De Niro is like human urge, whereas like, yeah, it's just, he, he just no wants to win. It just wants to win. It's like yeah. that the kind of masculinity we see provided in Michael Manson mm-hmm. a lot. You know, similar to like Thief and James Conn's character. Right, and then Al Pacino is just you know similar to like you know the kind of archetype we see a lot for law enforcement in movies, where it's like you know they're so focused on work and and figuring out the like solving cases, bringing justice that that just consumes their whole life. But the character work for both of them is just great. They really do just complete each other in the perfect force to go up against each other that kind of give each other purpose in their work and their meaning. And I think that character work is what separates her from all the other heist films because you know the town like run time wise like in terms of like overall minutes like might have more like action overall minutes in the movie than heat does but heat has so much more character work that lays the foundation to make it really something that is truly a masterpiece because we're like when we reviewed the town we mentioned like didn't really care for any of these characters we thought the bank heist scenes were awesome the shootouts and the chase but uh the the character work just is, is a lot more mid and then uh yeah overall i mean the directing is is phenomenal the action sequences the, the sound design in them is just crazy almost had to like just turn down my volume every single time because like blowing my ears the out sound mixing is is a funny one because like i my tv like i had it like a, a decent volume and then out of nowhere like you know shout but you know shout something <laughs> and then anna's like why is it so loud? i was like i swear it wasn't that loud a second ago <laughs> I, I, someone commented this in my review as well the best thing about the action sequences, like I don't know if you guys would agree, the bullets feel so like real. They feel so solid. They feel like when when mm-hmm. they hit, it has a real impact in, in terms of how it's mixed sound wise. I think that really excels, you know, which makes the action sequences so much more important when they do come. Because like Tyler said, they're not for a three hour film. They're not like constant. You know, it's a very mm-hmm. minimal thing. But that because they are, and because of the work that went into them, they feel so much more impactful um, mentally mm-hmm. and physically as well. Yeah, because we kind of open very early on with that huge shootout scene, and then it's kind of like. I mean, real runtime wise, maybe like two hours until the next like massive shootout gunfight oh, yeah. scene. So yeah, yeah. it's, you know, they're, they're sparse ish, but they, they're so impactful when they hit. And yeah, one thing that you'll find if you like research the film is that they didn't dub the gunshots in any of the bank robbery, robbery shootouts. They were all captured live with microphones placed around. And it's kind of like the first time a film would do that. And it just added to the impact yeah, yeah, of yeah. having actual bullets be captured, the blanks, the sound of the actual guns being fired, as opposed to, you know, adding them in in post. But yeah, it's just, it's, I would. I was like probably like ten notches of volume, and I had to turn it down because I'm like, if I don't turn this down, my neighbors are gonna think like I'm murdering my family in here. Like this gunshots are so damn loud. This and obviously nowhere. from like a little dialogue scene in like the diner, and the next minute they're shooting. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Imagine seeing Heat. Like, actually, funny enough, Heat is playing near me in 35 mil like, next week. Someone go see that. I bet like Heat on a big screen. Any Michael Mann on a big screen. Like Ferrari was the same in the sound design. Mm-hmm. Heat would just be insane. No, I mean, imagine seeing that like Dolby or something. It'd be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the crazy. sound is just so crazy. And then Al Pacino's outburst. I saw you tweeted the other day, like his screaming or it's it's so funny in this. And one of the, one of like the so things on IMDb says like in the early stage of the script, they had him be like someone who had a cocaine addiction to explain his outburst. It's like we didn't need to see that in the movie. We all knew like he was clearly a coked out man. Like we didn't need to, you to spell that one out for us. It was very clear he was just he was just bursting with with outbursts and some hilarious like you know got a big ass and all these are great ass and just hilarious great ass it's such a fucking good because i think i'm pretty sure like and someone did comment this like you can tell i can't remember the actor's voice you know who he's saying it to I, i'm pretty almost sure that it was like i'm not going to be one of those guys it's like oh it says it's um what's the word when someone improvises improvise 
don't know if it was like fully improvised, but I'm pretty sure that they kept like switched it back and forth, and the other guy didn't actually know what he was going to say because he genuinely looked shocked. And I love, I love that moment because so because it's like Pacino did have this thing in the '90s where he, he was cast in so many roles similar, where he was just like this shouting guy, but it really works his persona. Mm-hmm. Pacino's like the perfect guy to do it. Do you know what I mean, it was so well, you fun. you nailed it on the head because it says here in the, in the director's commentary, Michael Mann noted that Mike Al Pacino improvised the line because she got a great ass, and uh, it, it was an out an unexpected outburst. And Hank Azaria is the person who's kind of on the other side of it, scared the hell out of him. And his yeah, yeah, yeah. And, me, and his look of shock was not acting at all. So he, you know, if you watch it, he goes like that, and he's about to say big, but then he switches to great, and you can actually like see him like <laughs> about to say one thing and switch to the other. So you can tell it was like an improvised moment. I think that's fucking hilarious. It's brilliant. And then another thing about Heat that's like one of those like fun fact film lore that like everyone always mentions at some point or another, like how the gunshot sequences in Heat are like used to show like Marines on how to and I always think look at that, I'm like why are you using the movie to train these people? Like, I don't care how good they did in the movie, like train them with real stuff. We don't need yeah, Hollywood yeah. movies. Like I never understood that fun fact. Cause it says that here too, but I always see that on Twitter too. It's like, do you know that heat is used in like Marine training videos to show them like how to, really fun, how to yeah. do like proper. I'm like, I feel train like yourself, man. Like, yeah. The train, I think the, I think the Marine train is getting a little lazy. If they're just turning on heat and be like, <laughs> just, just do this. I just want to watch heat. Man. Like, I don't blame them to be fair. But, like, that's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. True. Maybe. Yeah. They probably just want to watch heat and get paid for it. Cause it's three hours. Like, oh, I'll take three hours of a GI yeah. bill for this or whatever. But yeah, the action sequences are great, but I really think what, what really separates is how great the character work is. And I think an underrated aspect of what people don't talk about enough is I think Ellie Goldenthal's orchestral score is so good in this too. The score throughout the movie is so great. And then when you pair that with the soundtrack, soundtrack. Just, and especially the final needle drop that leads you right into the credits is just so damn good. Oh, I mean, the ending. Like, mm-hmm. oh my. The, the final shootout, De Niro and Pacino. is just genius. The way Michael Mann shoots them looking across from each other and them, you know, running away and the quick cuts of the camera movements. And obviously the final sequence with the shot scene, it's fucking incredible. You know I think that's TikToks probably... where it's like how to save yourself from heartbreak and it's some guy turning La La Land off before like the final scene. Before the final shoot That's scene. how that's I feel. Movie. Not that I'm like rooting for Robert De Niro's character, but when he's in the car and he's saying like home free, mm-hmm. that's where you turn the movie off. That's where you, you save You yourself. want him to get away. even though you Yeah, because it, it, part of you is like, damn, dude, like, you're good at your job. Like, just go live your life. You found your love. You found you're going to New Zealand or Fiji or wherever the fuck yeah, he yeah. wants to go. And oh man, that's that's like one of those then, like La La Land tweets where you turn the movie off before that final scene. And then I love that they dap each other up at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. pull his hand as he dies. Just then, the like greatest pop, pop movie. Yeah, yeah. Is it? A, I don't know if it's a dap or if it's a hold hand, but. <laughs> The fact that they like literally dap each other up at the end, that is just the hysterical part of the movie. But part Mm -hmm. of me, like, it's how well Michael Mann worked with the characters. Like, part of me wanted De Niro to get away, but also part of me wants, you know, Pacino to succeed in the thing where he's diminished his family off for this case. You know, he Mm -hmm. wants to see so bad. He has nothing to go back to. Yeah, he has literally nothing to go back to after this. And then De Niro has just found his love and whatever. And it really makes you care for, for two, you know, not very nice people, which is the, you know, mm-hmm. a real like massive thing in a filmmaker is to make you care for not great humans in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things. And I think that's the the main thing we get across. Um, but yeah, the the end scene is probably my one of my favorite endings ever. It's with the needle drop, like you said, Tyler, with the soundtrack, it works mm-hmm. so fucking well. Like that's like a a scene that I could just you know like you know you love a scene if you could just watch it on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, that if you go like on YouTube and watch the scene, that's kind of one of them for me. I think it's that good. 
I love the scene where Robert De Niro first meets the woman, like in the coffee shop at the restaurant or diner or wherever. When because it's just so funny, it takes him so long to realize she's like flirting with him. Like he's like reading his stuff. She's like, "What you got there?" He's like, "Fuck off." You care? And she like keeps talking to him. And he's like slowly realizing, like, "What the fuck is it? like? What are you doing?" And then he slowly is like, "Okay, I guess you're like flirting with me. Like you want to come back with me?" But it takes so long because he's just so focused on the mission and he's so not wired that way to be a love driven man. Then he's just like, "This woman's just clearly trying to flirt with them," and he's like fuck out of here attractive woman like stop talking to me michael mann loves the diner scene michael yeah mann he loves, loves the diner scene. scenes I think have maybe... you seen this yet uh tyler Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i want you to was, it, was to... there a diner scene in ferrari there's kind of a they're having a it's... that's when the adam there's... driver kind of no, describing no, yeah, the... there's, there's a there's a last supper looking dinner scene yeah oh the last yeah but in like but in um in thief and heat they're very similar because of the, the city environments and stuff like yeah. i love thief's one and it's very short similar to lead to like the um al pacino and de niro one and I think that, that that Michael Mann uses that, and I think his the the intimate and closeness of the of the conversations. Like I love like the scene you said, Tyler, where, where he meets her for the first time, mm-hmm. and Daenerys like just this subdued, quiet. He's like he's just <laughs> such a dick for no reason. Do you know what I mean? I think that <laughs> sums up his character perfectly in the grand scheme of things. But I mean, you got to think of it from his perspective too, as being like a grand heist criminal. If a woman just comes up to you, he's like, yeah, what, kind work, like "What kind of work are you in?" And be like, "You fucking dark, get out of here!" I'm a salesman, <laughs> like the craziest like policeman ever. That's crazy. Which, yeah, and the, which, the cat, which the cat which is mouse the better game. diner scene, Seth. I feel like Thief's more iconic. I've not seen it. Um, I don't know. I love Heat. I I like Thief. He, he is just such just a mutual respect. It's just like it's like. It's the first time that they come face to face in this movie after fucking what an hour and a half of going yeah, against more, each other. It's like two hours, yeah. And it's just he- like the most like soulful conversation. Like, oh, you don't want a regular life? The fuck is that? Yeah, heat's the more like importance to the narrative. It's a huge moment. But in Thief, I just kind of like the chill aspect of each yeah. other. You know, these two characters just having this conversation the first time and just kind of flirting in this kind of rude way. And you got James Khan just being a massive dig. I kind of like that a little bit more because it's just like a chit chat more of a moment. Like Tyler, obviously, when you watch Steve, you'll kind of see what I mean. But yeah, he's definitely hope the someone one recommends Steve this important. week. I hope someone does. Oh man, I could talk. We should do like a Michael Mann video. I mean, at some point we do. We need to start doing more director deep dives. Yeah, we do because I really like the Nolan one we did actually. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, and the Shyamalan one was great too. The I just love the cat oh, yeah, and mouse too. game yeah. of this movie, like the shipyard scene when Pacino's like looking all around for De Niro and like yelling out like. It's just so funny because, like, De Niro, like, logically, you're like, you should hide now, dude. He's looking all around. He's going to spot he you. Bad. But, like, he kind of wants him to almost. He's like, kind of wants to just. He wants that. to get close. Yeah. He wants him to yeah, get close so he can get away. Close. He wants to make it harder for himself for no mm-hmm. reason at all. So she's like, because of how much ego he has, it's the main right. thing. Isn't it? He wants to get away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just, he, he's just so well done. There's nothing I could really detract from it whatsoever. And the only reason I ever had a 4.5 is just, you know, there's, Kind of just the way ratings go, you know. Five is more just you're cementing an all-time favorite. The first time I watched it, I was like, "This is brilliant." Don't know if it's like my all-time favorite, but this kind of push it up into that tier for me. So, yeah, there's really nothing I could detract from it. I, I love everything about it. It's uh, it's got everything, all the bones you'd ever want from a heist movie. It takes three hours to develop, but you kind of need that time to get all the all the stuff they're trying to pack into this. And then the final scene, it just leads you up to that brilliant final moment. That's just one of the greatest final scenes ever. That leads you in with that needle, needle drop to the credits, but. Yeah, anything else we want to touch on for Heat? Yeah, recommend fuck, Thief fuck this Ralph. week. So Yeah, <laughs> fuck Ralph, to be fair. Recommend uh, Thief this week. So yeah, we someone it. recommend Thief. That'd be a crazy double feature. Well, not double feature, but like... Yeah, you know. be fun. Back-to-back weeks. Well, double feature for the man. listeners. The listeners yeah. could listen to back Heat. Back-to-back, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, Heat is now in the Real Talk collection, which we mentioned on the Real Talk podcast on Monday that in like two weeks from now or so, we'll kind of go over what the new Real Talk collection is looking like because we haven't updated it in maybe even a whole year. Like, I don't even know if we touched it in 2023. I think that list is super outdated. So we got a lot of a lot of touching up to do. And we'll, we're active on Letterboxd again. The Real Talk Letterboxd is active again. So we'll get that list updated with the most updated Real Talk uh, collection. But shout out once again to... Connor Connaughton for recommending this. this is real fun. It's fun to gush about movies we all love. It's it, you know sometimes you don't love coming on here, and if we if we don't love a movie, like you know it's it's it's, it's more fun to talk about movies you love, or it's fun to talk about movies you love or movies you absolutely hate. But if it's like a three out of five, it's like yeah, this is not. Yeah, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed this one because mm-hmm. yeah. we all loved it. I think it's different. It's fun. Yeah, five star across the board. Movies you hate are more fun to talk about. Hot take. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, but I feel like if it's everyone hates, it, if it's like a funny hatred. Oh I, yeah, I, no, I agree. I just I, I, I think there's nothing better. I don't I know if that's even a hot take. To be honest, that may be that might be like an extremely cold take. I don't, I don't know. It's but, fun to shit on. It's it's half star is more fun than a five star. <laughs> it's the two extremes. It's like yeah. you don't want to talk about the middle range. It's like if you, if yeah. it's so bad or so good and everyone agrees, then it's yeah. uh, that's the best way to be. <laughs> I agree. Well, so like, be... yeah, recommend something like this shit as well. Like a really We've done shit, fight, man. And you, yeah. I wasn't there for food fight. Though I wasn't there for done shit. Was George? Was it just me and Cam? Yeah, the food fight? Yeah, we were just, yeah. We were <laughs> yeah, it was. Great that was that was a fun episode. Cam and I were just Great yelling, shitting. Some recommend Thief or something. That really was simply shit. that was simply uh, money laundering. Though. Finding <laughs> Jesus, finding Jesus double feature. Yes, <laughs> finding okay. Jesus too. Finding Muhammad or whatever. There is a there is a finding Jesus too. I'm gonna have to check it out. That's just crazy. That'll do it for our heat review, Michael Mann. Goaded Michael Mid, as Cam would refer to, but yeah. we will see you on Monday with five. with the Real Talk Awards. So if you're listening to us on Friday, go vote once again. Check out our Patreon down below. And we will see you for the award show on Monday. Peace.